You have found The Drop Podcast, recorded live at the spacious STL All Sports Radio Studios. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. I am your host, Lance Descott, and welcome again for another episode of the Drop Podcast, a podcast where we do game recaps of every St. Louis Blues game. Today's podcast, we're going to focus on the Blues versus the Anaheim Ducks, the game which was played on January 15th of 2017. The Blues had just come off a huge, and I mean huge win, guys, over the San Jose Sharks. They had lost the first game of this three-game road trip and a disappointing 5-1 to one to the Kings. You were wondering how they would show up against the Sharks, who really played uh, them very well last year in the playoffs and took them out and stopped them from their Stanley Cup run. Just a great, great game by Carter Hutton in that one, four to nothing Blues win. And uh, their next night, they had to take on the Ducks. A tough turnaround, uh, you know, for a team like that to drive a couple hours south and uh, take on another team that's a pretty good team in the Western Conference. So we were looking for a good game. And guess what, guys? We got a great game. And it would be a goalie battle uh, from start to finish, which goalie was going to give up the most goals. And with the shutout against San Jose, Carter Hutton wanted to be the goalie to come on top. And he made this great save about 15 and a half minutes into the first period. And played back to the line. Botted in now for Fowler. And a drive and a save by Hutton. And the rebound goes back of the goal. Due to the great play of both goaltenders, this game would go out of the first period 0-0. Zero to zero. But both teams were playing well. Gibson looked good in goal for the Ducks. Uh, Carter Hutton was continuing his hot streak against uh, the, the Ducks like he did uh, against San Jose with a shutout. And he would continue to do so in the second period with great saves like these. Off and now fed to center ice for Getzlaff. And he comes in three on three. The net off a skate. And that hit Perry in a good alert play by the goaltender Carter Hutton. Yeah, meant to be a pass by Getzlaff. It glances off the skate. So instead of it going to the left of Carter Hutton, it redirects right into the middle of his stance. But now it goes to the Ducks and Kasha for Vermette in the clear. And a right pass save on Richie by Carter Hutton. Brilliant save with that right pad. Man, that was a great save on that last uh, save on a breakaway. It was just awesome. Perfect positioning by Hutton. And he's playing another great game. Uh, you know, I think this is good for Jake Allen to get a rest and get Carter Hutton some play. Keep him warm. Keep him, uh, you know, on that bench. But, uh, you know, keep him uh, wanting to play. And, you know, all goalies want to play, uh, regardless of whether they're number one or number two. And maybe Jake needs this rest, get his mind straight, come back strong. But, uh, hey, until then, Carter Hutton is playing strong in goal. Uh, you know, Gibson, a great goalie in his own right. Would not be outdone by Carter Hutton. He's probably sitting down there going, hey, I can do this too. And he did make some great saves. Hansen hustles back defensively as Perron takes the long lead pass. Leaves it for Berglund on a tee for Shattenkirk. Gibson keeps it out. Well, Shattenkirk has got a real good shot from the point. Shattenkirk does have a great shot from the point. And that was a great setup by Perron. But Gibson was having none of that and made another strong save. Guys, it's fun to watch a goalie battle. 
well, we need some goals, right? We need to make this to where we're not uh, zero to zero going into overtime. That's just so nerve wracking when that happens. It's fun, but it is nerve wracking. It would take uh, quite a while, uh, you know, about 11 minutes into the second period to get the first goal. And it's great news. It would be by the Blues and Patrick Berglund. And a pounce on that loose pot. And now Broad with it, a drive, tip wide by Fabry. And then Berglund a shot. They say it's, it's in, in the net. It is in the net, and the Blues have taken a 1-0 lead. Holy jumping, it snuck through on the short side. Looked like Gibson had it with his left pad. And I the, think Berglund tipped it in, Darren. I do. Remember there was that short side play in the game last night in San Jose where David Perron scored a redirection there by Fabry. There's the play. It looks like it's smothered, but the players see it, and it's clearly behind the goal line. Look at it. They're pointing, and it's in. A great goal by Berglund. Nice to see the Blues get the first goal of the game, give them a little momentum. That would be Berglund's ninth goal. Uh, Fabry's 17th assist. Perron was key in this play with a great pass. Um, 11.03 into the second period, and we've got the first goal. And that goal would be the only goal of the second period due to the great play of Gibson and Carter Hutton. The Blues wanted to come out and get ahead and get another goal quickly. Right off, I tell you, from the faceoff in the third period, they were really looking good. They didn't come out uh, you know, lackadaisical. They came out on a mission, and they tried their best uh, to get another puck past Gibson, but on this one, he wasn't having it. Kasha, Vermet and Richie into the St. Louis zone. Kasha with some good work, but the puck pops free, and here's Yakupov. He's got Tarasenko with him. Saucers it over. Backhander by Tarasenko, denied by Gibson. That's a huge stop by John Gibson. That was a huge stop by Gibson, and I tell you what, the Latera tarasenko yakupov line is creating some opportunities. I still don't think Latera is fast enough to keep up with those two players, but it has created several uh, breakaways, two-on-ones, uh, three-on-twos, and I'm hoping they stick with it for a little bit at least, and maybe we can get some goals from that line. If not, let's put Tarasenko and uh, Yakupov with Stasny. I think that would be a very good line. Both of these teams, uh, you know, going into this third period, we're looking for some type of break. Just some something they could grow on, whether the Blues take a two to nothing lead, whether Anaheim comebacks and ties us at one to one. The Blues were not able to get the puck out of the front of the net. Shattenkirk tried, but the Ducks tied at one to one with this goal in the third period. He gives it over to Holzer. Holzer snaps it over. Room for Getzloff. Wires it save. Hutton. And Cutton can't control this rebound. And there comes that quick stick of Ricard Raquel. Watch him kind of slide in and reach and just chop it. It's a rolling puck. He's able, because it's rolling, to elevate that puck over the top of the netminder. And Anaheim ties this game a while. Boy, that's a big-time shot by Ryan Getzloff. Getzloff does have a very heavy, hard shot. And I would compare it to somebody on the blues like Pareko. You know, it's it's a puck that's it's coming at you fast and it's heavy. And if uh, nobody knows what that means, uh, that basically means that that puck is going to make some damage when it gets to somebody. And, uh, you know, it went off of Hutton. He made the first initial save, but Raquel just put it in past him 
on the backhander, and we're tied at one to one. That goal would be uh, Raquel's 18th of the year. Getzloff's 28 assists. Holzer's five uh, assists, and uh, it was 5-11 into the third period, and we're tied at one to one. If you watch the rest of the third period, it was back and forth. It was a fun game to watch, but it was nail-biting. It would end up to where both goalies would stand tall. Uh, Both teams would have some pressure against uh, each goalie, but they weren't getting anything past them, whether it's Gibson or Hutton, and the rest of the third period. So we would go to overtime, and just 51 seconds in, Schwartz makes a great play, brings it into the zone, puts it towards the net, and Patrick Berglund gets his second goal of the game on this tip-in and the game winner in OT. Group at center ice. And now Schwartz again. He comes in, hasn't scored in nine to the net. They score! in top corner! What a play, and that's a winner. The Blues win in overtime, two to one. Oh, man! Sick little redirection. Under the bar and in the net. And Carter Hutton picks up back-to-back wins on the road in two tough buildings. As Berglund gets the winner, second tonight, tenth of the year. Little buzzing there by Swizzle Schwartz, and it is our ChooseNissan.com drive to the net. Leaning in, beats his man after a nice play by Schwartz. Just a beautiful little pass. He pulls up, looks, waits. And that is an excellent, the second redirection, tip-in goal of the season. It was great to see Berglund get that goal. Great effort uh, by Schwartz. You know, even when he doesn't score, he's doing his best on the ice. He's skating around, and it's nice to see him get another assist. I'd like to see more goals, but hey, as long as he's getting those assists, I'm happy with that. That would be Berglund's ninth goal in his last 14 games. That's right, folks, nine goals in his last 14 games and the previous games he had one goal so he has been one of the hottest players in the nhl uh, hands down that was his 10th goal of the year schwartz's uh, 13th assist and as i said it was 15 minutes into overtime and the blues get that great win they go two and one on this west coast road trip after laying an egg in la They come back and I guess you could say they laid a golden egg this time because they won two games in a row against two very tough teams and two big teams, especially in Anaheim. They hit you hard and you know you've played them when you're done playing them. Let's go ahead and go over the stats of the game. The Blues with this 2-1 to uh, overtime victory get the two points. The Ducks get the one for taking it to overtime. The Blues now are 23-16-5. The Ducks are 24-13-9. Shots on goal pretty even. The Blues 25, the Ducks 23. Both teams had three power plays, and the penalty killing for both teams was right on spot, and nobody got a power play goal. Uh, the Ducks came into this game leading the NHL in save percentage. I believe is around 55, 56%. The Blues got him on this night, the 52% to 48%. As I said earlier, it was Berglund having two goals, his ninth and tenth of the year. Schwartz got an assist. Fabry got an assist. Perron got an assist. And man, Carter Hutton put in another gym, made some just awesome saves in the first period, but especially in that third when Anaheim really started putting the pressure on towards the end of the game. Raquel got his uh, goal as 18th of the year. 
Getzloff got an assist. Holzer got an assist. And Gibson played a very good game. Uh, you know, it's very easily he could have won this game. He got 23 saves. So the Blues win this one 2-1 to one and are headed home to play a couple of games at home. But before we get into that home schedule, let's go ahead and get into the uh, press conference where we're going to hear from Patrick Berglund, the hero of the game, and my first star, and then Carter Hutton, the second star of the game. And then I'm going to give the third star of the game to uh, David Perron, uh, just because of the way he played. He was all over the ice. This guy has changed so much since he was drafted by the Blues, I believe in 2007, if I'm not mistaken. You know, he came in as a scorer, a soft player. He has upped his game. He is a rough and tumble kind of guy. He'll take it into the boards, take it into the corners. And that's why he fits in Hitchcock's system now and why he didn't quite fit when Hitch took over when he was a young player. But it's great to have him back. Let's hear from Berglund, Hutton, and Hitchcock in the press conference. He did a great play. I think he made the right decision, too, to leave the zone and regroup and, and get some speed going. So a great play by him. And I just kind of went straight towards the net, and he made a great pass. You guys have two pretty big wins against good opponents here on the, uh, on the West Coast. Is that the way you guys need to play? That? That's the right way to play. Uh, we Now we're really competing. We work for each other. Uh, you know, we, we're tracking back hard, helping out the D. And uh, just the physical part, the... Uh, we compete way harder, and to win in this league, that's you got to compete really hard, and uh, you know, good results happen when you do. And uh, it's been great to to go home with uh, with four points on this trip. You came in, you'd been kind of alternating win loss, win loss. Do you feel like on this trip you found a little bit of consistency, maybe, or something you can build off of? Yeah, the last two games uh, where we won, we had a, we had a really tough one in LA, but we also did some good things there, and we talked about them, and uh, then we just kind of regrouped and had a had a great game against San Jose, and. Uh, brought that with us uh, into this game. I think just that was kind of our focus, tighten things up, you know, more consistency, play a full 60 minutes. Obviously, tonight was, uh, you know, a battle. You know, it's a pretty good hockey team over there. And, uh, you know, back-to-backs for both of us. And, you know, I, I thought we held our ground and we battled. And then uh, Berglund came up huge in overtime. They had some good looks, too. I mean, you seem to be tracking the puck pretty well. How did you feel out there? It felt good. You know, I, I, I've kind of talked a little bit now lately I feel like after Christmas I've been seeing the puck well and uh, I thought even before I've just kind of been a product of you know you go as a team goes to you know I mean you're always a product of that and uh, you know I, th- I think for me just battling uh, competing to find pucks you know staying on my feet as long as possible uh, and I, I work hard when I'm not playing you know on my vision visualizing pucks and tracking and you know obviously it's paying off here. You made a great save on Nick Ritchie can you tell me about that do you remember that he had a breakaway? Oh yeah um, yeah I think just for me just trying to like I said just trying to stay on my feet and be more compact um, you know, so I, I think from there I can be more explosive. So from there, you know, you kind of read the shot, and I just kind of explode into my blocker, and uh, you know, I was able to make a save, and you know, that's obviously timely one at zero zero at that point, and then uh, you know, we get one after. But uh, you know, it was uh, it was quite the game out there for sure. How important is the team to get these extra points tonight? Oh, huge! Every point matters. Uh, this is a tight league, and uh, you know, obviously, especially crossing over this division, it's tough. You know, this is the California trip's always hard. Uh, you know, these are good teams we're playing, and. You know, in this league, there's not really any easy games, but uh, but every point's good, and I, I think for us as a group, this is a great confidence builder. That's what do you think when you see Berglund streak to the net player in overtime? Feeling pretty good at that point? Yeah, I couldn't really see. I, I just seen the tip, and then I didn't really see where it went in. I just seen it end up in the net, and almost kind of like a relief, uh, you know, just to get out of here and, you know, head back home with, uh, with the extra point for sure. Oh, just the way we're competing. We're, you know, today wasn't clean. Uh, we made some tired mistakes. They made some tired mistakes, but... We're competing at a much higher level, and it's allowing us a chance to win games. And, you know, when you're competing at a high level, you keep the scoring chances down, you keep the shots on goal down, uh, you confront every 
scoring opportunity, and that's what we're doing. So we're we're looking like a team that wants to pay the price to to win hockey games right now. How hot is Patrick? Well, he's just a, he's hot or whatever. He's just he's he's just playing so well. It's it's really impressive to see how well he's playing and um, how much how gritty he's playing. I think he's playing well because he's playing so darn gritty. I mean, this is. Uh, this is as heavy as I've seen him play uh, for a long time. He's he's lugging the puck. He's carrying us out of trouble. He's killing penalties, playing on the power play. I mean, he's he's carrying huge load for us right now. And this is, like I said, this is the this is the best I've seen him compete, and that's why he's having success. I would definitely agree with Hitchcock. I've not seen Berglund play this way in a long time. We know he had a pretty good playoff at the end of last year. Uh, and kind of started throwing his weight around and was looking like the player the Blues drafted years ago. You know, he he's never been what the Blues wanted him to be, but lately he's been exactly what they want him to be. So it's nice to see Berglund play well. He's getting some recognition, and that's his game. Throw that big weight around. It's going to give you some opportunities. It's It's going to make players afraid to go in the corner with you because they know they're going to pay for it, and they have been paying for it going into the corner against Berglund and the teams have been paying for it on the scoreboard. He's got a lot of confidence. He's playing well, and it's nice to see that. I know I've been hard on him in the past, but when he's playing bad, I'll bring it out. But man, when he's playing well, I'm going to bring it out too. Great, great, great to see him play like he's been playing. Uh, just a, a nice guy too. So after this uh, two and one uh, road trip, with wins against San Jose and Anaheim and a loss to, to the Kings. The Blues will come home for two games against Ottawa on uh, tomorrow, the 17th at games at seven. And also they'll play one of the hottest teams in the NHL, the Capitals who have just been crazy lately. And uh, the Blues will play them on Thursday at seven. We'll get to see the return of TJ Oshie. So nice to see him come back a fan favorite, and I'm sure he'll get a little bit of a cheer but I'm sure the players will uh, also uh, be showing him, hey, you're not in St. Louis anymore. We like you, but we don't love you anymore. <laughs> so uh, it's so nice to see the Blues play well. I know I've been harping on them lately because of their inconsistency. Let's hope they take these two wins and they become a more consistent team. This is a time of the year to start turning it around, to getting some consistency, winning two out of three, three out of four, three out of five, you know, four out of six. That's what the Blues need to do because, as I've said before, this is going to be a tough, tough fight going towards the end of the season. Almost every team is still in the playoff race besides a couple teams. There's only, I think, four or five points separating the Blues to the, you know, to the 12th position. You know, there's not much difference, but the Blues are trying to separate themselves and they're doing a great job of it in these last two games. I would venture to say that most likely, uh, Jake Allen will start on Tuesday. I might be wrong, but I don't think Hitch is going to hold him out for three games in a row. Uh, thanks again for joining me for this game recap of the Blues versus the Ducks. A big win for them, 2-1 to one in overtime. Um, I want to let everybody know that we'll be back, as we always are, after every game. So look for another game recap on Wednesday for the Senators. Let's hope the Blues can continue this consistency and gain some ground on the Blackhawks in the wild. Until next time, have a great rest of your Monday. Don't forget to watch the Blues game tomorrow night on Fox Sports Midwest. If you can afford to, or if you got the time, go down and see the Blues play. It's a good night out for the family, and it's fun. I've been your host, Lance Descott. This has been the Drop Podcast. 
Let's go blues. This has been the Drop Podcast. You can email the Drop at the official drop at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at official the drop. Don't forget to subscribe or download this episode and past episode on iTunes, Stitcher.com, and ShoutEngine.com. Drop.